Well, I can't believe I'm saying this, but welcome to not having it all. My name is Karis Rianne. I'm Neha. And I'm Laverne. And we're back. Um, We're not too sure how we're back or what we're going to be doing being back, but we're back. We just couldn't stay away from our podcast mics or Neha's headphones. <laughs> yeah, sorry. It still hasn't happened. It's going to happen, though. It will happen. But until then, just imagine I'm somewhere really cool, like reporting from like a field in somewhere. Which is yeah. why I sound like this. I don't even think you sound that bad, though, to be honest. Yeah, these new headphones are really good. Yeah. Oh. Oh, look at her. That smile just on her face. She's like, oh, I did it. <laughs> I made him happy. I love it. So we are doing this episode as part of Podmas. Um, We are going to be back in the new year with more episodes and structure and all that kind of jazzy stuff that proper podcasts have. But for now, it's just us and we're doing some Podmas. So for you guys... I do have some Christmas this or that. Are you ready? Let's go. Let's go. We both look so excited. (laughs) Okay. I'm going to kickstart with you, Laverne. Mm -hmm. If you could have only one thing, would it be Christmas music or Christmas movies? Ooh. Christmas movies. Okay. Because they've got the music in them, you know? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's a new one. Okay. Neha, yours is store-bought gifts or handmade gifts? (laughs) (laughs) Store-bought. <laughs> <laughs> like store-bought. I don't want your trinket dish shit. No, no. Unless unless it's like, you know, a baby's made me something or like a little kid and that's really cute. But no, store-bought, sorry. Love it. Oh, very, very good. Um, Laverne, gingerbread or sugar cookies? Oh, sugar cookies. I don't really like gingerbread that much. No, I'm not really into like gingerbread hot chocolates and yeah, like yeah. Sugar. I really dislike that about cafes at Christmas when you just want like a hot chocolate or a coffee and it's like seven thousand different flavors and I'm just like, no, I just want a normal one. Yeah, I try and push it on you now. I try and push it on you. They succeeded last week. They um, I went, I I had a panettone um latte and it was not not okay. Oh. Mm. I'd struggle saying that to be honest. Uh, <laughs> Neha, for you, real tree or fake tree? Fake tree. I'm on the mm. same path. Ashton told me you have to water real trees, and that's really yeah. blown my mind. Aren't well, they? Or, me... This is going to sound stupid. Aren't they not dead? <laughs> yeah, for me, it's when people find like when they get the really big ones and they find like mice or like a bird. What? Yeah, mm-hmm. in the tree because you're obviously taking it from where they're like outside and you're bringing it inside and they open it and there's like mice and hedgehogs and birds oh, and I'll, yeah God, imagine i'm finding a hedgehog i'd love that i'd like bringing it into my home <laughs> um okay um back to laverne elves or snowmen don't feel particularly strong about either <laughs> um, <laughs> um uh, elves i can make them help me around the house <laughs> love you're like right i'm gonna put you to work (laughs) okay the last one for you know her is christmas pajamas or christmas jumpers christmas pajamas okay do you guys always get christmas pajamas i have one that i've worn for i don't even know how long yeah when i used to live at home christmas eve we'd get some christmas pajamas to wear but haven't lived at home in a while, so that's <laughs> not a tradition I've, I've um, not, maintained. Not you, Yana, Nico, the matching set. I think we did it once in 2020. Not Nico, but me and Yan got matching onesies once, but I just think they were on sale. Like, I haven't made it <laughs> a tradition. What about you? Are you going to get your daughter Christmas? I did it last year, me okay. and the dog. Oh. Um, So they were both in matching. Cara was not very best pleased, to be honest. She was like, <laughs> like what is this? Um, but they're bloody expensive they really are expensive so um this year what i should have done last year is bought like her that's what like, i was the next two years yes, exactly do that do that this year just buy up until like five till five i did it last year actually i got a couple of jumpers i really liked for her like in the next size up yeah um, clever thinking ahead okay that wraps up christmas this or that thank you for taking part are you both into christmas like are mm-hmm. you Christmassy people it, it, a, it comes in ebbs and flows for me flows, yeah <laughs> I'm festive because I like this time of year I think it just appeals to my like how I romanticize everything but also before Christmas is Diwali so like from November straight through December it's just like everything is festive 
is i love that actually we did some really nice diwali activities with children at the nurseries last week which was really cute actually um and thanksgiving is this week which means jack shit to us three but Mm. that's the thing that's going on are you guys going to get anything black friday as well are you black fridayers not usually but there was a ring that i really wanted off misoma that went on sale and it was like 40 pound off and it's been on my wish list for like months so i did treat myself and it's also my birthday this week so i figured it made sense i was gonna say yeah that that makes sense. Birthday. yeah that, that'd be nice yeah I just find that like unless <laughs> I had my eye on something like it doesn't make sense for me to go and buy something really expensive so I'm trying yeah. to like scale back last year I got a um a new vacuum which was like yeah that's amazing. the thing I feel like the the choices get a bit more boring when you get older <laughs> yeah I like, know oh an um, air fryer yeah I know I was like the shark whatever number I was like yes like but now well, it's fine like <laughs> don't need it anymore so funny literally just as we were talking about that i got a thing on my phone like your 20 percent pre black friday access is ending soon mm. yeah because that's a new thing now as well like you get the pre black friday deals yeah and then you get black friday and then you get cyber monday whatever yeah. the hell that is <laughs> i don't yeah it's like a d it's like the gfs sale it starts saturday and it's <laughs> friday like it's always going on always going on Okay, so I thought we would talk about modern day Christmas films. Now, I've done this post-2020 because, as we've discussed before, it, the film world, a lot, yeah, I'm talking post-COVID times at the moment. PC, no, not PC, AC after COVID. Um, but I feel like one thing with you guys, I don't know if you get this, but like I feel like Christmas films now, I don't remember as a teenager or in my early 20s, a lot of them being in the cinemas. And now mm. I feel with streaming, more come out because I think people think, oh, it's just a low, low, like key thing I can watch in the background, wrapping presents or like in the holiday mood. What do you think about that? I think I agree though that I definitely, or maybe I didn't take notice, but it definitely seems like there's more Christmas movies just in general. Mm. I think sometimes they don't even have to be fully christmas themed they're just set around the time of christmas and then people have sort of like put it in on in like that sort of time like the tiffany one that was on amazon prime oh yeah yeah and i was just like well this isn't like too christmassy it's not about father christmas and snow and this but it's just set around new york in the christmas period you know yeah, definitely. There mm. actually wasn't many, obviously, Hallmark do Christmas films every year, and we will talk about that on another episode, because we've done that for the past four or five years. Um, but you're right, yes, there are, like, Prime love to do Christmas films, Netflix love to do Christmas films, they even started their own universe with Vanessa Hudgens. Um, but yeah, in 2022, something from Tiffany's came out, which was a rom-com that wasn't strictly about Christmas. I don't even think it was set in Christmas until the end. Um, but obviously that starred Zoe Deutsch, uh, Shay Mitchell as well. Um, but also in 2022, you had, where's it gone here? Falling for Christmas, which starred the return of Lindsay Lohan and Cordover Street, because we love to see Glee actors get paid. Prouty mouth. Prouty <laughs> mouth. These films never get high ratings, by the way. Like, I don't know if you guys watch these. I never got around to watching Falling for Christmas. I don't know why. No, it was a big either. event, but then I never really got around to it. No, I never I never watched it yet. I remember just being like, oh my gosh, Lindsay's back. But then I mm. never like followed through to watch the film. I was just, when I saw the promo, I was like, yay. <laughs> Same. Thing. So another film that came out in 2022 was a film called, again, streaming. This was on Apple, Spirited. Mm. Yes, and I really like Spirited. I just love like Neha. If you want to hear something on Apple, go to Neha because she knows yes. everything about Apple. She's your girl. Laverne used to be this I... way about Amazon Prime. Neha's yes. for Apple. Yeah. Like we have in-house RP representatives and they're <laughs> we those do. Two. That's actually so true. How weird is that? We really <laughs> you, do, yeah. You picture platforms and you're just going for it. <laughs> what was spirited? Because it says here a musical version of Charles Dickens of a miserly misanthrope who is taken on a magical journey. But then on the poster, it's Will Ferrell and Ryan Reynolds. They look like they're about to go ice skating. Yeah, yeah. So it's basically a sort of reimagining of um, A Christmas Carol. And 
I don't want to spoil it for people who haven't seen it, but it is essentially Ryan Reynolds who plays like not a very nice guy. He's like he's just he's just a crummy dude. And Will Ferrell and his lot, the ghosts, decide that they want to save him. Um, they okay. want him to be a better person and there's a twist and and stuff. But it's really cool. It's it's funny in places. It's a fun musical. Like I remember the first I've watched it like three times. I remember the first time I watched it. I was like, oh, I kind of want to get up and like dance. I did not, but it gives you that sort of like, I kind of want to get up and do it too. Um, okay, okay. But it's good. I've completely forgotten about Spirited. I think I'm going to watch it again this year because I really liked it. I love it. We well, sold it to me. If you watched it three times, so that's, I don't know if I've watched any Christmas, any Christmas film released in the past five years three times. I'd really struggle gotcha. with it. Why do you think modern Christmas films aren't as like memorable or cozy as older Christmas films or like the 90s and the 2000s I don't know especially because like having people like Will Farrell, Ryan Reynolds, Lindsay Lohan like they're household like nostalgic names right like yeah it's not to do I mean taken taken aside Hallmark ones but like it's not to do (laughs) with the fact that it's not using names that we know we know these people we know and love them we've been watching them since the 90s so it's very odd that they're still not making waves like Mm. love actually and all the elf and all the sort of like christmas films that we've known like and they are like household names yeah neha what were you gonna say two things i think one is i wonder whether audiences have become more cynical like, do we just not buy into Ooh, it in the same way? Life has hardened us down. Yeah. <laughs> like, is it just, is it an audience thing? And also, I mean, I'm sure maybe movies like um, <clears throat> Home Alone and Love actually did really well when they came out. But I wonder whether it's movies that, like, we'll look back on. Like, maybe we'll look back on these modern ones and be like, oh, I really want to watch them because they then fill us with nostalgia. Like, is it okay. just the way that Christmas movies age? I don't know. But, Yeah. I think it's also something I liked more when I was a kid. Mm. Very true. I feel like with Christmas films as a child, you're like, oh, I'm going to watch this because it's going to get me in the mood. Whereas with Christmas as an adult, you don't really think, oh, put on, well, it depends if you're a girl on TikTok because they're all romanticizing the holiday at the moment. If you've seen that, it's like. Yes, it's one of my favorites. But what do you mean? You're that girl. They they make like, um, they call it roast dinner tapas. It's basically a roast dinner but just in different bowls. And then it's like, <laughs> POV, you're that girl that makes roast dinner tapas and puts on the holiday. And I'm like, so you're just having a roast and watching the holiday. Oh my God. Am I wrong? Am I wrong? Roast dinner tapas. Roast dinner tapas. It was like a little bowl of like potatoes, a bowl of um, pigs in blankets, a bowl of like, um, uh, I guess it's some kind of meat. And I'm just like, that's, you're just, just more washing up. together. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just more washing up to do. Do you think the stakes are lower when it comes to Christmas films? Like when it comes to the writing and the suspense of belief because Christmas is basically built upon a lie? I just think that there are just, they're the ones that are like monumental and people still go back to them all the time. And that was my, I had a question for you, Karis. Are you going to sort of like raise your daughter on Elf and you know all the you know home alone and are you going to show all the classics or are you going to like embrace these ones that aren't making the waves that the others are do you know what I mean like how yeah. are you gonna I think I'd love her to embrace the, cl- the classics mm. um just like probably what we do well not what we do as all parents but like what I've done with like Disney like I've put mm. on certain but then I've put on certain Disney films and she's been like nah and I've put in some Disney films where she's been like, oh, my God, this is the best thing in the world. Um, so I think I'll just play, test the water, put on Home Alone. But I think I'll definitely show her, like, the, what I consider to be the greatest, like Home Alone. She's probably very young for Scrooged. Um, <laughs> so, like, all those ones. I can't think of any modern ones other than Arthur Christmas that I would show my daughter yeah i don't know what i like me. arthur christmas yeah i feel like that's probably the newest one that i would deem as like i will watch that every year i can't think of anything post arthur christmas like i remember i liked happiest season but i don't think i'd watch it again i wouldn't make yeah. it like a oh it's christmas i have to put it on and that's why yeah. i feel like why are these new films not 
create apart from obviously um the one you just watched and Heather you want to watch over and over again but yeah. why are these new films not creating that rewatchability factor they, or are we just in a none. not rewatchable world now because there's so many things to watch mm. yeah maybe it's just a saturation issue where there's just like there's just too many to choose from and I guess if I, I also feel like because people will re-watch the ones that they love they're less likely yeah. to then delve into a new one and then make that the thing mm. that they rewatch. you know because by the time you get through your infamous list you know and you've watched Elf and every single one you've watched all like you know the period is only that long you know Christmas period mm. I feel like there's no like chance to welcome a new one that you'll be like well I'll add that to the list and I'll revisit it again next year yeah that's very true did you guys ever do the Christmas 25 challenge no is that exactly what it sounds like (laughs) exactly what it sounds like it comes from tumblr and so you would oh yeah from the first of december you don't have to watch them like one every day but you would watch 25 christmas films i attempted it three times i did it once and i'm like you said all burned out because there were certain films i was like okay i'll watch that again and again like i'll I'll watch die hard again i'll watch home alone again i'll watch um you know white christmas again but then there's certain films like i never want to watch that like noel is that the one with paul i don't think i've seen oh yes it is that's one that is genuinely one of the worst films i've ever seen in my (laughs) life in the world it's so bad and robin is it robin williams is in it as well and it's got a very strange cast and I've mm. just, just, I don't want anyone to watch it. Google the story mm-hmm. because I don't think you'll get through the Wikipedia page without wanting to take a sit down. Um, yeah, it's uh, intense. But yeah, I think the rewatchability maybe has gone down a little bit. Um, and that's why they aren't really hitting it. Like even Happy Season, I think a lot of people want to have good Christmas films because they want to be able to go to the cinema during the festive season. Um, what was the one with Amelia Clark that came out a couple of years ago and Henry Golding? Do you remember that? Last Christmas. Last Christmas. Last Christmas. Did you guys like that? I never got around to seeing it again. I guessed the plot twist like a very, oh, you did? very, oh, no. very early on. So I was just a bit like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, this is what this is. Um, yeah, no, I, I didn't. I didn't enjoy it. No. <laughs> not at all so i thought i'd take you through some of the new ones that are coming out this year to see if you know there's anything that you think could become rewatchable if there's anything different um i feel like the most recent ones i don't i don't know like maybe the stakes are lower maybe the budgets aren't as high um but the first one coming up which i'm actually interested in and i did send this to unihara a couple of weeks ago it's called xmas as in exmus it stars leighton mista and robbie amell and essentially, it is about a family that invite their son's ex-fiance to Christmas dinner. Um, I think it looks really good. I'm not going to lie. But it is a oh, rom-com yeah. in modern times. Tra- so. Yeah, I, I actually saw the trailer. It came up when I was watching a YouTube video and I stuck around to watch the trailer. That's, that's a very big tell. Um, mm-hmm. I'm, I mean, I won't be watching it, but I thought, <laughs> like, I was like, oh, that's quite an original thing. Um, that's quite an original concept when it comes to, like, Christmas and, you know, because then it's not really like, I will win you back. It was more of, like, a revenge thing, isn't it? I will win. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I love that, to be fair. Yeah, I think, I think now as well, I think back then, a lot of the premises of the Christmas films were that wholesome, all-American family, home alone with the big house, all the kids. Even like Elf, like that kind of getting that father's attention, Santa Claus, jingle all the way. It was very much family-driven. Whereas now we live in a world where a lot more families are broken, a lot more families have lost people, a lot more family relationships are, you know, you're balancing Christmas here and Christmas there. And not everyone goes home to their families for Christmas not everyone wants to um so maybe films like that about structured relationships and people could be more popular um but i think rom-coms though we've discussed this before rom-coms are on the back baby they're coming back a little bit for sure screwball comedy types i think they're learning that they don't have to be like massive stakes are high they can just be two people that don't like each other that actually do fall in love are you excited for the sydney sweeney and glenn Pryor one is that Christmas themed? It's not, but I kind of thought it was. I don't know why. Yeah, yeah. I think it's because all the trailer and trailers and stuff have come around 
now. Like yeah. I'm pretty sure I saw a trailer for it last week. Not really. They just do you think I it's the drama? Has the drama halted it? Because Mr. and Mrs. Smith, this happened to that. Yeah, oh. I, I feel like the strike ruined it because all the drama happened pre-strike, and then they and then the strike happened, and then now people are like, "Oh, remember that time?" Like, but I, I mean, they like, probably loved it at the time. Yeah, like, at God, the time, talk about it. Yes, exactly. But then I feel like because it's happened the all the behind the scenes and all the like funny instagrams that they were doing where you were like are they aren't they like it happened but no one has still seen the film and mm. then it turns out when people watched the trailer myself included you were like there's no chemistry here like no. how, comes, how comes you had like all this chemistry but then I think it was you Karis years ago that said you know when they have chemistry on camera then they aren't getting along as much I think it was and when they have so much chemistry off camera you know, but they're not as much on camera. You're like, oh, so they're definitely boning. <laughs> like, yeah. we've, we've, we've seen it like with Queen Charlotte, like, you know, on screen and then off screen and then off screen, it went different. And it's like, oh, okay. Yeah. And then there's, oh. there's another example. Um, what, am I, what am I just thinking of? Um, Fifty Shades of Grey. Like I, I, by the way, recently rewatched all those films. I don't know why. I was away on holiday in like a remote, like, caravan park and there was no internet and I literally watched they were on like back to back one night after the other I really enjoyed it I'm not gonna lie it's not nice. very good but I had a nice little time although I did realize when I got home and rewatched them the tv had cut out a lot of stuff so when I got home I was like I don't remember this happening it's oh, a bit more saucy than I thought but they have a lot of chemistry on screen but then off screen they didn't so I'm like yeah um but yeah thank you for remembering my theory Laverne I think I yes. need that from friends I'm not gonna lie I literally <laughs> use it like when I watch things I'm like oh they don't have a lot of chemistry I wonder what they're like and then I like go on their Instagram see if they like have been posting each other and stuff like that yeah. like it literally I think it does actually check out it does I think the psych- the psychology is there I definitely think um so yeah that's a new one that's coming out another new one that's coming out is called candy cane lane this stars eddie murphy nick offerman tracy elise ross um they've described it as i can confidently say you've never seen a holiday movie like this i don't know if that's good or bad um but essentially eddie murphy is trying to spread christmas cheer he plays a father of three who loves christmas so much he's even given all these kids christmas themed names holly joy and nick However, when he is unexpectedly laid off, he throws himself into winning the Candy Cane Lane house decorating contest. I'm liking the sound of this. It's giving old school Eddie Murphy. Mm. I'm also so glad you said Holly, Joe and Nick, because the minute you said Christmas, it was like she's going to name the reindeer or something like this is going to go. This is like, oh, no. Yeah, I'm down for that. Did I tell you guys when I was giving birth? So I was in hospital, obviously. My daughter's birthday is 23rd of December. And the midwives were like, oh, you should call her Eve if she's born on Christmas Eve. And let me tell you, I pushed harder than ever before because I was like, <laughs> I'm not going to have that baby on Christmas Eve. And Raya was born at 11.52 p.m. And I wow. survived. Oh, oh my gosh. You, you, yeah. you committed to that. You committed oh, to that. I, That's did. Like, I was nearly born on April Fool's and my mum was like, absolutely not. <laughs> I am holding this baby in. <laughs> like, Oh, yeah, because you're April, April 2nd or 3rd? 3rd, I'm 3rd, yeah. God, she I held just, you in. <laughs> just, I'm April 3rd, just. Yeah, she was like, absolutely not. I'm not having a baby on April Fool's Day. <laughs> Never, ever. Not happening. Um, that's on Amazon Prime. So, again, not a mainstream one. Do you guys think you'd see that or watch that? Yeah, I think I will. I I, I do not think I will. <laughs> 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 I do not think I will. Um, there's also obviously a lot going on on um the Hallmark Channel. There's a lot going on on a channel called The Great American Family. This okay. I think there's been some controversy about this channel. Go for it. Tell me. I want to. I hear. think. You know that. I think her name is Candice Cameron. Something. She Candace used to be on Cameron Full House. Bleu. So she used because she used to be on Full House, and I think for a while she was doing these Hallmark movies. Um, I haven't seen any of them. I don't know what any of them are called, but I imagine they're all the same. Um, and then apparently there was one Hallmark film that they like had, like it was like a gay couple or like something that was not straight, basically. 
and this Candace Cameron lady had an issue with it because she was talking about like real American values or some shit and then went to this great American thingy channel because apparently they are very like quote traditional family and like family values or something like that and so she went there instead I could have got I don't think I got that wrong I'm I've probably missed a few details but I'm yeah to be fair, so the Hallmark Channel have obviously tried to diversify in recent years because they have always been known as the blonde woman, dark haired man, red scarf, green coat. Sound like a Taylor Swift song. Um, so <laughs> it doesn't surprise me that like the traditional clientele of Hallmark have maybe thought, hang on a minute, this is too much. But yeah, Great American Family, I mean, just looking at the pictures on the article, it's giving Fox News um, oh. kind of vibes. So how strange and that so maybe she's just kicked off a whole new phenomenon over here with her homophobia mm. interesting um so yeah they're doing a lot of films hallmark obviously doing a lot of films bt are doing a lot of films as well um hulu have got a film coming out starring denise richards it's, it's called a christmas frequency i think they're just running out of names by this point to be honest but they're doing some films lifetime are doing a bunch of films as well um, oh, Netflix are doing Best Christmas Ever, starring Brandy. Welcome back. Oh, um, cool. Yeah, it's and the, it's got the guy from American Pie, right? Jason Biggs. Yeah. So he's oh. Back. Yeah, and Heather Graham. So that's been pushed on quite a lot for Netflix recently. That's coming out. Family Switch, starring Jennifer Garner, Ed Helms, Rita Moreno, Emma Myers. That's coming out. And then there's a um, animated comedy coming out as well. But Christmas is like in full swing across all off the stream insights. Literally all of them, even ones I've never heard of before, are doing Christmas movies. So it sounds like a new phenomenon. Mm. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Nothing from Apple this year, though. Interesting. Very interesting. And I feel like they don't have any, well, you can correct me if I'm wrong, uh, Neha, but like they, I feel like they don't have any of the shows that like a Ted Lasso Christmas special, like they're all no. quite serious at the moment. So you probably wouldn't do a, a a Christmas special on there. There's no like lighthearted like shows that they could do one. Um, So I guess they're just skipping Christmas altogether this year. Mm. So interesting you say it because when you do think about it, it's quite a dark channel. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Very sci fi as well, I find. Yeah. Very sci-fi. Maybe they blew all the budget on having John Hamm on um, The Morning Show. Mm. <laughs> Which I have not caught up with, by the way, for about, I think, two seasons? I can't remember. I dropped... I think I gave up after sort of the few it's episodes one, of season it's one two. It's shows where, like, I see adverts for it and I think, oh, yeah, that's still going on. Mm-hmm. I like I yeah. never watched it. I never watched it, but then I saw a clip with Nicole Bahari that just like floored me. And I'm like, mm. of course, if she's in it now, I do need to. I do need to check it out because she just. I it must be so tiring looking down like at a script and realizing that you're going to be co-starring with Nicole Bahari because you're just like, oh my god, I'm going to have to like actually try games because mm. she is she just is such a scene stealer in the best way possible like it just must be like for god's sake <laughs> again i love it okay um so that's kind of what's happening over this christmas and what's coming up but just on that note of christmas specials when it comes to shows so obviously when shows used to be on I don't know how to describe it, cable or like just primetime TV, you would always have Christmas episodes because obviously they would run typically from September to May um, or if you were a summer show. Do you feel like because we don't have that structure anymore, we're losing a lot of those Christmas episodes? Because like one thing I love with Disney Plus is that they put like, they grouped all the Halloween episodes together. They group all the Christmas episodes together. But obviously if we're no longer doing TV shows in that way, are we losing that part of Christmas? That's oh, really dramatic then. <laughs> no, but it's true. If you're just, if they're just like, if you're just, bol- Ugh, I'll say that again. It's true. Because <laughs> if you're just um, binging a show, you have no concept of the time. We don't really mm-hmm. watch shows mm-hmm. in the way that, you know, they would come out every Wednesday or every Tuesday or something like that. We we don't have that anymore. And there used to be, I, I don't know if you remember this, but there used to be like, 
um little clips of like what's coming up on next episode that will play on TV tv oh. like almost as like a separate advert but we just don't have that anymore so oh God, I, I i know that i know that social media accounts do it so like i just just before we came on i saw a clip it a clip of the next invincible episode for example so like mm. the social media accounts do it a little bit but i used to just love that like next episode of zach and cody and then you would see a little clip and like the christmas yeah. episode Halloween episode it used to be a massive event like the Christmas episode of this show it was an event in itself and you would literally get like sit down get your snacks to watch it but yeah that literally does not exist in any way shape or form anymore I used to literally used to love like the Vampire Diaries after watching the episode it'd like do the credits mm. and then at the end it'd be like next time on the Vampire Diaries it'd be like oh yes God. Yeah. it'd be like one minute long so good. keep yeah. you going throughout the week yeah. Like, keep going for a week but yeah you're right it's um I think the structure of tv it's changed so much now um that there's just no community connected to it in so much respect like you you like the three of us could say right there's a new tv show starting next week on netflix it's called gray box um are you gonna watch it yeah 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 definitely and then Neha, you could get four episodes in Laverne, you can get two episodes in and then i get one episode in because i fall asleep and then like we can't talk about it because we're all mm. at different levels and then i'll finish it in three months you'll finish it next week and then someone will finish it in three days it's um yeah. it's really taken the community out of it i think yeah there's no drive yeah. to finish anymore either because before, and I mean way back when, just, yeah, I remember when we first got the ability to record TV, I was like, I finally do not have to like make sure I'm absolutely free Tuesday at seven anymore. Cause I can maybe, <laughs> maybe record it if I haven't, like if my brother hasn't used all the space. Like, the, <laughs> you remember? Cause even you'd have a capacity. Oh my God, the space. My dad <laughs> you... used to record every football match and we're like, do you need to watch this again? Yes, exactly. <laughs> like, but you were almost, I almost miss being, enforced to make sure because now I am my commitment is so bad <laughs> like I just yeah. don't feel like I absolutely have to finish things and like I those um continue watching little boxes they haunt me because I'm like wow it's been a they year fill up so mm. fast I know like literally I'm like I'm not I don't even want the remote is never mind I want to watch another episode yeah it's crazy Neha, you like were shaking your head then where it was like there's no drive to finish it anymore. Is there anything you've started that you're just like, I can't be asked to finish this? So much, notes. so much. I don't even think I can think of the last thing that I started and dropped. It was probably, oh, I think it was Downton Abbey because I finally figured I would watch that because everyone watched it, but I can do it. But I think what's interesting is that when I think about routine or things that I've stuck with, it tends to be things on TV. Like right now, every week I watch Bake Off at a very specific time. And it's really ah. nice to just have like a one hour thing to watch. Like for a while it was because they were releasing like Loki once a week. They were releasing. And so like I feel like I seem to be gravitating more towards those, towards that format again over the binge. Like mm. I think I like to tell myself that binging will give me the choice of like, I don't have to watch it now. I can watch it later, but I just never get around to it. Cause like the later just becomes later and later and it just doesn't happen. Cause I know it's there. And I think that's what you were saying to Levan around like not feeling the need to finish anything. Cause it's sort of, it, it's there, it exists. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think I'm like gravitating back towards the one episode a week, 9 PM on a Wednesday or like whatever it is, um, just to give me some routine. It's happening. This happened with music. They went back to vinyl. Maybe we're going to yeah. go back. It's been 10 years of streaming it's gonna happen it's funny you said recently so i watched big brother when it was on itv and the new series came out and like you i was like right i've got something to do at nine o'clock right i've got to watch it because i need to watch right there's a sneak peek of the next episode right i've got this and it was such a drive that i don't have any other tv show because i was like well i need to watch it because i don't want to miss out what's happened and i want to see the catch up to the next one whereas if you miss like working mums as an example i've been watching the last season for about seven months because <laughs> i've got no drive to watch the next episode there's no stakes to watch the next episode there's no not that i want watching tv to be stressful but and did yeah. you find did you find your day was more structured like or your evenings at least yeah more... i felt <laughs> like a rat in a lab in the same place <laughs> But it it also, the finale, as to what many season finales used to feel like, did feel like an event. Mm. I had to go to a party. I wanted to leave early. It felt like an event. And I think we're missing that from 
streaming and missing that from Christmas films because like I remember I wanted to go see Krampus like years and years ago it was out in the cinema and I couldn't go to see it because it wasn't shown anywhere nearby now I would be like oh yeah I do want to watch that but whatever I'll get around to it eventually mm. because there's yeah. no urgency anymore so like mm. Killers, Killers of a Flower's Moon I was like shit I've left it so long it's not even shown in my local cinema anymore I've got to drive 20 minutes that way and it was still good because it was an event it wasn't like oh we'll Netflix in next month because it won't be so mm. I don't know bring back the urgency maybe yeah yeah okay quick question before we finish just because we're on streaming a lot if for christmas you had as a gift to shut down one streaming service what would it be oh joe maybe disney plus i was just about to say i I think i was gonna say as well i i did i did message you last week i was like because we share an account we share an account and I was like apart from you know getting hit by a baby um is there (laughs) any chance that I could you know get rid of I know I don't want to I don't want to take away Bluey from anyone but that is I feel like you know your daughter is the only person that's keeping our accounts alive because I don't watch it anymore. I honestly, truly don't watch it. I do not take part in any of the Marvel events anymore, which was what I originally got it for. Let's be honest. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I'm I'm probably going to say goodbye before the end of the year. It's going. It's going. Yeah. Well, why would you get rid of Disney Plus there? I yeah, I think I just I don't use it as much as I do the other ones. And not to get political, but they were also funding. That's also yep. that. Also yeah. that. Yeah. Also so that. I was like, mm. um, so yeah, I think I'm probably going to be done with Disney Plus very soon. I think, yeah, probably the end of the year. Yeah. There's too I'm, much yeah, content on there. Yeah. There's mm. too much content on there. And I think the the problem with Disney Plus is because it bought everything. Therefore, all the other mm. streaming services and Sky um, had to stop showing certain things because they bought it. And also like, some of the decisions like why they bought marvel and then they just got rid of daredevil and rid of all the marvel originals so like i just feel like i was scrolling through the other day i was like there is so much on here that i probably would watch but i'm exhausted just looking at this list like it's not shown in an accessible format like netflix is i feel like netflix is very personalized I feel like I'm falling back in love with Netflix. Netflix is very personalised. Like, you liked this, here's this. Disney isn't like that. Disney like, you're going to watch this because I told you to. Mm. Mm. So that's that really, I'd say. Okay, well, we'll see what Christmas Santa has in store for us all kind of thing. Um, do you guys have any access to anything else? Because I tried a few others and it just doesn't work. Like, we got Lionsgate Plus for a week and then we got oh. rid of it. Yeah. I have- my my dad has Paramount Plus, and so I have an account on there. Oh my god, there's nothing on there. There's they they bought the Star Trek IP. I don't Did care they? About Star Trek. Yeah, and they have all of South Park, and then there's a show called Yellowstone. I don't know if you ever heard about this. Oh, is that the yeah. Kevin Costner one? It's Kevin Costner, but then it's there's a universe. So there's a few different mm. like programs on it. But again, get rid of them as well. Get rid of universes. Yeah, I, I'm done. I, I literally I went on it and I was like. I swear to God, there's not a single thing on here that I would watch. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It was the same with Paramount Plus. I literally, not Paramount, Lionsgate Plus. We got it because we wanted to watch a show. Um, and then I was looking through. I was like, well, there's a Courtney Cox thing I could probably watch. And then I was just like, mm. there's nothing else on here. Apart yeah. from if you want to watch the 7,000 seasons of Power and all the siblings and cousins that it <laughs> created. Um, uh, which also used to be on Netflix. So it just yeah, seems... It did, didn't it? It just seems like it just got it's become too saturated. I don't know if it's ever gonna get back to how it was before, but there's no way all these places are making enough money. One thing I will say is shout out to Netflix because they had everything and then they took their things like power, they took all the Marvel, they took it all and they said, Okay, cool, we'll just continue to make some really good original shows and movies. Like uh-huh. I I really feel like they didn't feel the burn from that. Like no. I I just watched um, The Killer, um, the David Fincher film, and it was okay. But I fell asleep. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, it was 
simply just okay but I was like shout out to f- to you for getting like David Fincher back and you know they didn't let you know they lost a massive IP there and massive it didn't it didn't affect them and in, in as bad from my point of view anyway I think as well the biggest thing Netflix ever did was become the originator of the true crime doc house oh yeah like they patterned that all over to a point where obviously it made like it ruined the genre but they you know like you said they were like okay fine we'll do this and okay fine we'll become a new hallmark christmas and okay fine we'll you know get beckham in and get robbie williams in and start doing all these documentaries that are actually really good they are very good documentary if you were to tell me netflix are going to be one of the best documentary Mm. like producers i'd be like but it's there i'm gonna say haven't finished any of them because i fall asleep but um but yeah (laughs) they should create like a button like um in a care home where like you have to press it (laughs) just to check you're awake (laughs) because i'd love that because i wake up and i'm like oh god three episodes of all right okay um (laughs) but yeah Mm, interesting we'll see what the future holds really it's just so funny because back when netflix came out i did the 30 day trial i was like well that's fine i've watched everything i need i won't do it again but the biggest thing i miss is love film bring back love film get my little dvd to the post so good but they've all yeah. had to change haven't they like movies had to change movie used to just have so many films on for a month then that had to change and then like curzon i've got a streaming service mm. and then obviously all the productions like paramount i've got it and lionsgate i've got it and like if disney hadn't bought fox would fox have fox plus hbo i've got one yeah. um it just goes on and on and on. I mean, A24, do they have one? I think they're no. in the process. Oh. I think they might be. I think I saw something that they might be in the process. I'm not 100% sure. But um, you just talking about old movie reminded me that movie used to have a live feature. Do you remember that? So you no. would just go on movie and then it would just be, something would just be playing live, which I used to love. Just as oh, I like that. On in the background. And I was introduced to brazilian film japanese film like all sorts of film that i would never usually click on because it just had it used to just be playing live and i loved that yeah i like that when you go traveling and you put you go in a hotel room and you just pop a film on Mm. and you're just like oh yeah i'll watch the end of pitch perfect three yeah (laughs) the choice gets taken away from you like me with my 50 shades trilogy i was like all right fine i'll watch it sometimes it's nice to be forced to watch something that you would not usually watch like yeah Maybe that's nostalgia. Mm. Yeah. Whereas now, like with my daughter, she's like, Toy Story again, Toy Story (laughs) 2, actually, Toy Story 4. I'm like, Don't you want to do Toy Story 3? No, Toy Story 4, then Toy Story 3. I'm like, Okay. (laughs) Chronologically, this is going to make sense. Like, I just want to tell you. Um, So, yeah, it's going to be interesting. I'd be interested in her thoughts on what she thinks of Toy Story 5 coming out. What? There's going to be a Toy Story 5. I'm pretty sure I saw something. I can't afford this. This that means more merchandise. <laughs> I can't afford this. This is too much for me. I literally like I can't tell you how many times I've seen all the Toy Stories, but each time I do find something in them that I love. Like, well, that's what they, they do that, don't they? They love a little Easter egg. Like, you know, like Toy Story Two when Woody sees the record player and is like, I haven't seen one of these in years. It's like, how long has he been around? Mm. has he been passed down was he granddad andy's toy before he become andy's um it was quite funny actually because scott the other day went i've just realized that there's no dad toy story I was like, how have you just realized that <laughs> where did you think he was so yeah it's all interesting anyway that wraps up this lovely long episode of uh not having it all one thing we used to do years ago is we used to finish every episode with what are you grateful for and I thought we'd bring it back. Mm. Whether it, whether it's Christmas themed, should we do it Christmas themed because this is yeah. Podmas? But yes, what are you grateful for in the holiday season? Which I hate saying, by the way. <laughs> but American got to all of us. Um, <laughs> put me on the spot. I am grateful for the annual leave. <laughs> Same. I always forget <laughs> about it as well because it's like not planned in some ways, is it? Yeah. And then you're just like, oh God, we all get to stop for mm. like two weeks. Yeah. I am grateful for the fact that soon I'm going to have 
like family dinners and friend dinners just because like between work and study I've had very little like actual quality time with people so yeah I'm happy that I can do that during the holidays I like that I can't believe neither of you said roast in the tapas (laughs) (laughs) you'll see me on tiktok you will see me on tiktok I'm good every time I see it now I'm gonna think of you two um (laughs) I think I'll be grateful for um I think Christmas Eve and the Christmas Day night when everything's done and you can just sit mm. there and be like, ah, it's, you know, it all went well or it all did okay kind of thing. Um, I think that's what I'd be grateful for, maybe. Have you got any 2024 intentions? Mm. Now, we did this last year and it was funny because mm-hmm. it is an episode and I was going to write them down and bring them back to this episode, but I completely forgot, so I'm sorry about that. Um but I feel like we all kind of met them in some ways. Yeah. I so, got them back. You know, manifesting queens, it worked. But you do have anything yeah, new no. for next year? Because I feel like some that some of our lives have kind of changed in some ways. Mm. Um, I don't know yet. I know what my 2020, 2023 one was. So it's been, because I listened to the end of that episode when you mentioned it and it was quite nice to be like, oh my God, I did it. But yeah, was it was yours about like being brave or something or doing more? Yeah. Yeah, I wanted to be brave and I did. I applied and got into a master's that I've been wanting to do for years and years and stuff. So yeah, it's been, I asked a boy out, which is a big deal. And he said yes. I know, it's been a year now um almost but yeah it's been he's I'm just now very conscious of the fact that he's going to listen to this episode and he's either going to be like oh why did you say it or he's going to be giggling this is right at the end he probably turned off by now let's be honest yeah (laughs) we'll find out uh yeah I don't know about 2024 yet okay you got time to think about it I think Hmm. mine would just be to be more intentional with my time oh I like that nice yeah I feel like I need to like i I'm quite an organized person but I think I spend like I get in my head a lot like is this one hour enough time to do this task maybe I'll just hold it off and I will do it again like another time so just to be more intentional with my time that would be my main goal I'm gonna keep you to that as well yeah (laughs) what about you Karis I feel like the ones from last year the top of my head it was like getting back my identity in some ways like getting back into like loving film and loving tv and stuff but I think what I've realized this year is that it's not the same as it used to be and maybe I was romanticizing that life um like uh, I don't know it's just different like sometimes I generally think is there any good tv left anymore (laughs) have I literally watched it all and like there's never going to be anything else um but I have tried to do better with films I've gone to a few festivals next year I don't know I was trying to pick like keywords for next year I don't I don't know. I like your one, Laverne. Yeah, I'm I'm not sure I'm not sure. I'm like you yeah, I'm I'm like you know how I kinda of need to think about it a little bit. Mm. I think I just want to be a bit more I don't know. I need to get better at applying, but maybe I need to get like a bit more I don't know. I'm not answering this question very well I feel like this year I met a lot of I had some very good friendships but I've had since having a baby I'm gonna get a little bit deep here sorry guys but since having a baby my friendships have completely changed and some of them have changed for the better and I've got some friends like yourselves that are like Karis is a mum but Karis is still Karis and there's an adaption to that um and one thing I loved from this year is like we had a Rian Pictures Summit and like we were having like this proper like business strategy meeting, but then my daughter was like running around like drawing on people and pulling things off them. But everyone got it. They were like so adapting to it. Whereas I have had friendships where it's like, well, what do you mean you can't reply to me? What do you mean you can't do this? What do you mean you can't go out? What do you mean you can't do this? What do you mean you've got no money to do that? Why can't you just bring Raya to that? And I think that's made me realize that, yeah, it does change a lot. I don't know. I don't know, it's maybe mm-hmm. something about friendships or something. I don't I don't know. Yeah. yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. And also like being judged by people who will never be in your situation or never be in your circumstances or have the kind of mm-hmm. history you've had or the 
you know, they'll they'll look at a situation you're in and think, well, I would have done this, and they don't look oh, at your situation. Yeah, do you get that as well? Like that can be very I, isolating. I, I get why. I get like your stance on that, where they you people would never know the situation, but they would be quick to say, oh, I would never do that. I, I would have. I would have absolutely locked them off. I would have blown my top on this. And it's like, you are you in it? <laughs> are you in it? Like, is it? Is it? Yeah. Can you relate to it? Oh my gosh, I hate when people do that and I hate seeing people do that like I try to yeah. call out people around me when they say oh, I'd never let that happen to me I'm like mm, you don't know you don't know no no and I think like even the way you judge yourself like I look at myself from like five years ago or things like that like looking back Rihanna pictures turned 10 this year I'm like oh but 10 years ago I'd be like no I'm never doing that or I'd never say that about that person but even like this year certain things in my career have happened and then bad things have happened like behind closed doors from people I previously like really had respected or admired or looked up to and I'm like whoa and then I think am I being mm. an arsehole and I'm like no like that person like I've really changed my opinion on some people that I used to really respect and admire in this industry because of finding out who they really are but also seeing how they treat people and to being taught, spoke down to and like you said Laverne like oh I'd never do that it's like well actually you haven't got like the list of things behind it um mm. But yeah, I've definitely, I don't like being controlled by friendships. And I've definitely seen a little bit of that flip-flop in the past year where it's like it's my way or the highway. And I'm like, well, I'll choose the highway. Here's my thumb. I'm going to hitchhike out yeah. of here. <laughs> um, and maybe that links you to what you said like about being brave and about like being intentional with time. And like for me, I'm like, do you know what? I don't want to go for a coffee with mm. someone that I don't want to spend time with. It's like... I don't want to travel over there to do that. And I don't really want to Zoom to give you free advice because like, no, I'm not going to do it anymore. Um, And also just yeah. to not think about things around me, like with the festival in particular, there's a lot of like, I don't know, competitive nature around things sometimes. And I'm like, I don't care about all that. I just want to do a festival and think about other things I want to do. And yeah, it's weird. There's a lot of pressure sometimes from being successful in some areas and then it's like well yeah you should do this and I'd do this and if I was you I'd do this and you're like yeah but you don't have a baby at home and mm. so I've really rambled there sorry no but there is like just on your point there's so much power in saying no so like definitely own it because mm. I think we live in a time when everyone's just very much like why didn't you take that like whatever that opportunity was why didn't you go for that coffee why didn't you go and see your friend who is in town and you won't see them again for three months, like whatever it is. But there's so much power in knowing that actually I don't want that right now. And also like being exhausted mm. and respecting someone who like just doesn't want to be on their phone in the evening or, you yeah. know, like I know you guys have had this before where like if someone's just wants to go on TikTok or Instagram and mindlessly scroll through or be on Pinterest or reply to a story rather than re- respond to a how are you, like just let them be I don't know is that popular is that unpopular I don't know how do you guys feel about that I don't know if it's popular or unpopular but I think it's right because I agree with you so I mean yeah it's terrible at replying I really am mm, I think I've too. got two on red messages from you too <laughs> no I I literally <laughs> I I've spent an hour talking to you <laughs> you never take like you never take any offense because sometimes I'll be like oh I've got a message and then you'll send me something funny on Instagram and I'll be like haha and I'm like oh and I'm like oh she won't care <laughs> like because oh. I haven't responded on WhatsApp yet but you know it doesn't matter it's di- yeah. I think as well, like the jobs that we're in, where we are very communication based as well. Mm, yeah. It's, yeah. I'm glad you just got that. I thought you were like, shut up, Karis. But like it is, you spend all day either working out how to say things to people or saying things to people or communicating a certain way that sometimes you get home, you just want to switch off. Mm. Or it's, yeah, it's just hard. Voice notes, best thing that ever happened, to be honest. Yes, I love a voice note. Yeah. Love voice a voice note. Love it. Okay, let's wrap up that's the end of this welcome back episode as you can tell we'll have some good editing on this in moving forward in the future but i'm looking forward to being back in the new year are you guys looking forward to being back in the new year yeah Absolutely. for sure amazing okay i've been karis rian i've been Neha, and i've been laverne and you've been listening to not having it all thank you and see you next time I'm not gonna say when that is ha 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 <laughs>